Ladies and gentlemen, citizens of the universe. This is Roster Watch, Austin, Texas, San Antonio, Texas. Listeners worldwide, this is your one-stop shop for everything you need to know for your fantasy football Sunday, and it is a big NFL Week 8. My name is Alex Dunlap. I'm here as always with the Trash Man, Byron Lambert. On the other side of the glass here in Austin, we have Nick Phillips holding down the fort on the other side of the glass down in San Antonio. We have James Pledger. We're so happy to have you guys here today, and we want your phone calls, 512-447-ESPN. That's 512-447-3776. We already have some tw- some questions coming in on the Twitter. We want to get some questions from you guys live here, and let's get these lineups right this week. Hey, hey just, to, just to clarify, the trash man is not Byron Lambert. You say those so close together, it's like... Oh, right, 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 man, Byron. right. We're, we're, we're two distinct... Individuals. Yeah, I should make sure Dorian gets his due. I should have given an independent clause with two two distinct playing styles. Very hey, very 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 different playing styles. Both very effective. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the trash man fresh off a big trip to see ZZ Top last night. Yeah, yeah. That's well, it's a nice one. How did that go? Uh, so 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 our listeners know. I think the trash man has been kind of touring around with these guys with their beers. We played with them in Midland on Friday night. Open directly for yeah, we were direct top. openers that's, that's for them epic. in Midland. It was it was it was a I don't know I don't know. It was a game changer. Maybe we'll see. Man, there's some but old school rockers for sure. Those are super nice guys. Uh, I was always a fan of their music. I'm even more of a fan now now after meeting them. Hey, and real quick too, it was just gut wrenching yesterday. I just want to send our thoughts out for Marcus Lattimore as a football fan. That was just awful to see yesterday. Uh, the reports I saw this morning on Twitter that it was, that it was a broken femur, a dislocated knee, a broken kneecap, and four torn ligaments, and and the broken tibula, and he uh, and and his calf got actually pulled like right off the bone. I'm so glad all I in seen one this, seen this clip yet. All it, it in was, one. It I mean, was one of the worst. Definitely one of the worst injuries I've ever seen. Worse than a Willis McGahey. It, it was. Sure. It was worse than McGahey. It brought back worse than a Livingston. It, 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 it was. It was as bad yeah, as a Livingston. Or kind of like a like a Napoleon Kaufman, if you can remember that. Or if you remember in the Texas game, whenever Blaine, uh, the, the Texas game versus Rice, whenever Blaine Irby got hurt, it was sort of the same kind of deal. It's wow. just sad because you you could see the angle. I mean, he came back from an ACL just this last year, and when he. He tried to look at the injury, and the trainer shoved him back down to the ground so he wouldn't see it. Oh. But you could just see the anguish. We're talking about South Carolina running face. back Marcus Lattimore that would have been the first running back taken it, in the and, NFL draft and, this season. You know, as a person, he's supposed to be a good teammate, so you feel bad for him. But then as a fan, you know, it, it's sad because he was going to be a great, great running back. And we'll never hey, we can't count him out. Definitely a guy that we'll keep in our thoughts this week. But on to bigger and better things now. <laughs> Turn it up, Nick. We're getting fired up. Fired up! It's a big Sunday morning. It's time to make a playoff push, guys. We got to tell you who we hate here, so you don't stick them in your lineup today. Alex? Or if you do, you don't feel too good about it. You hate them. We like that music. Turn that back up for a second. (laughs) We do not like this music. (laughs) Dorian just got off the road with ZZ Top. We can't say we like this. All right, so... We're going to start out, I told Byron I was going to start with a quarterback. I'm actually going to go ahead and flip the script here on him a little bit and start with a tight end. Um, I hate Antonio Gates. I think that uh, when looking at where we have Gates ranked this week, I thought that I was generous 
putting him around number six or number seven tight end after the after the twenty one he did have the twenty one point explosion before uh San Diego's week seven by. But before that, I'm a Gates owner in one league. He for one game he was a late game scratch in week two whenever Jackie ba- when, not Jackie ba- Jackie Battle did swindle Ryan Matthews, but whenever Dante Rosario came in and swindled three touchdowns for a late last minute scratch for Antonio Gates. The other games other than that he got you a grand total of between 1.9 and 5.8 points in standard leagues, with mostly being a 1.9, a 2.7, a 3.2, and a 5.8. So I'm going to put that guy at, you know right in the, in the middle of my top 10. The expert consensus at Fantasy Pros, the guys who we compete against, have him at number three overall this week. I can understand this week there is no you know Aaron Hernandez. We got Jimmy Graham, who's a game-time decision, but my goodness, that's too high for Antonio Gates. I hate him. Tell us how you feel. There you have it, Dorian. We know you. We know you're a little. You, you don't get that upset. No, you're a little, you're it, a little, it takes a lot to. It takes a lot to rattle me. He's a little more calm. But um, just don't touch his trash. <laughs> I hate Rashad Jennings this week. I always hate. Rashad. I I mean, people assume that because it's a Jacksonville running back that you know you can just produce like MJD would. I just don't agree with that. Uh, I think Green Bay is going to go out big, go out early against these Jacksonville Jaguars. And they're going to – I don't. they don't really have many other options there in Jacksonville besides <laughs> Jennings and Cecil's shorts. I think Dorian uh, could do, you, could do, you could do a Jaguar commercial. Jaguar. Jaguar. <laughs> um, but Rashad Jennings, temper your expectations, you know, throw them out there. Well, um, that brings up a good question because I wrote about this earlier in the week when I did my waiver pickup article. That you can find on rosterwatch.com along with all of our other that, Well, that you should go find on <laughs> rosterwatch.com if you want a winning team. But anyways, um, what do you think a realistic expectation for Rashad Jennings the rest of the season is? I said I think you can look for maybe maybe two-thirds of the production you could have gotten from MJD. It could be less. It could be 50%. I mean, uh, it what, just what depends. should people expect? With, with MJD out, I heard MJD in an interview on his uh, Sirius XM radio, not in an interview, just a, 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 as the host of his uh, radio show on Sirius XM. And, you know, of course he's talking like a guy who's going to be back sooner than some people think. But, uh, well, so is DeMarco Murray. Yeah, I mean, all these months, guys probably. with the foot brains always say they're going to be right back and they never get cleared. Um, I think Rashad Jennings, he's a guy who they really liked during the preseason, and he's a guy, he, he is one of the league's more capable backups. I don't hate him as much today as, as Dorian might because he's shown that he can, he can be effective in the passing game. He can be effective as, as, as an extension of, of the run. And so if, if you think that they're going to get down, it's like how many places can they really go? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure he's going to get a touchdown or anything, but I, I think that you know people are putting him up at – you know. Top end number two status. I'm not sure of that, but if that I'm going to roll with a, terrible. yeah, I mean, if if I'm going to roll with a guy in my flex, I think I could do a lot worse well, than the problem is they're at Green Bay, so their chances are they're going to start getting blown out somewhere along the line too. That's so. that's partially where my uh, hate is coming from this week. I don't hate him all season. All right, my guy that I hate this week. It's sad that it's come to this because we love the wizard, we love the prototype, but I hate 
Cam Newton at Chicago. It's sorry, folks. It's come to this. You can ask Alex. He rosters Cam Newton, Phillip Rivers, and he doesn't play either one of them. He starts Andrew Luck, <laughs> rightfully so. That's where we're at these days on Cam. The problem is Chicago is historically a very difficult team for um, athletic quarterbacks, and they're also one of the absolute worst matchups really for every position, quarterbacks, fantasy running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. They don't give up anything. Um, so you're saying their defense is good. Their defense is very good, and and they make plays, and they're athletic. So, you know, Cam Newton, I'd stay away from him. Yeah. If, yeah. Well, and the, um, you know, we're getting the news that Jonathan Stewart's going to be the main running back there in the backfield. I think they're going to give him the ball a whole bunch in this game. We're getting the news that this is a fire sale in Carolina. Um, everything is has gone completely haywire. This is a team in complete disarray. Uh, we're going to have we're going to see Ron Rivera moving all in here. He he doesn't want to get fired like like that GM and he might just put the he might put the game in Cam's hands. It could go really well or it could go really badly. What's going to go very well is this next segment. Call us 512 512- Four four seven three seven seven six. That's five one two four four seven ESPN. We're gonna be right back after this. This is Roster Watch. Yo, VIP. Hey, stop, collaborate, listen up. <laughs> this is Roster Watch, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. We're talking fantasy football. I'm here with Alex Dunlop, Byron Lambert. This is the Trash Man. We're talking love hate still. We need to we need to talk about some love. It's a beautiful day. I, I love the music. <laughs> I in the mean, my goodness. Hey, our rankings are like poisonous mushrooms. <laughs> they are killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. No, they they are. We're in the we are in the top twenty five percent of the one hundred experts that the Fantasy Pros expert consensus tracks. We're ahead of guys like NFL.com, Yahoo, Roto World. So we told guys you- who are getting paid a lot more <laughs> <laughs> to make their rankings. So you guys call us 512-447-ESPN, 512-447-3776. The phone lines are wide open, so get your calls in now for all these fish start jumping in the boat. It happens every week. The calls are lined up at the end, and we got to stick around here for 15, 20 minutes afterwards answering all your calls. So get your calls in now. Let your fellow man, your fellow listener, learn from what it is that you're doing with your roster. Unless you're playing against them this week. And then don't call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. So we told everybody in the first segment some guys that we hate this week. Antonio Gates. Hate him. Cam Newton. Hate him. Rashad Jennings. Semi-hate him. Semi-hate him. Semi-hate. Don't love him. So now we're going to tell you. <laughs> we're, now let's talk about some of the guys that we love. First things first. One thing we love here in Austin. Style switch barbecue. It is the best. You don't have to wait three hours in line for it either. The brisket, the moist brisket, unbelievable. It's the best in the world. Anything like it. The beef rib is like a delectable treat that's just unbelievable. Let me just say it like this. I think this is the best way you can say it. (laughs) Style switch brisket is the best food in the world. It's got an amazing just bark on it that's just, it's like meat candy, kind of. Yeah. Meat. (laughs) 
Meat, can- meat candy. <laughs> Sounds kind of weird. <laughs> Let's start heading down another road. <laughs> the good news is, is that they also do catering, and I can get the hookup on catering for any of our listeners. So if you have any family events, holiday events, uh, business luncheons, anything like that, just email me, Byron at rosterwatch.com, and I'll get you the uh, super bro hookup on <laughs> barbecue. It'll be great. You guys are broed up. Bro. All, right. All right, let's talk about some guys that we're bros with this week for our fantasy football team. Fellas. <laughs> we like music at Roster Wide. We do. <laughs> it, makes, it makes everything better. Trashman, are you feeling amorous this morning? <laughs> I am, and it's about a guy, um, you know, he's on my fantasy team, so I'm already kind of smitten. But On the heels of the meat can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Reggie Bush. That's who I love this week in the matchup versus the Jets. I think he's going to run all over them. He's had some time off. He's got chip he's healthy. on his, He's got chip on his shoulder against these Jets. He's got a big chip on his shoulder against these Jets from all the talk that they did. And uh coming into the first game that they played with the Jets. Uh well, had, we, and again, let's just off the off the bat, we, against the Jets, we always love running backs that are of the Reggie Bush style of runner. The slasher, got some speed, the big playmaker. It seems to really the Jet the Jets get gashed by guys like that. The, the last time they faced each other, Rex Ryan said that he told his defense to put some hot sauce on him, yeah. and they did, and they knocked him out of the game, and he felt like it was dirty. And so whenever he heard about the Darryl Rivas injury, he told him what goes around comes around. There is no bad blood, or there is no, you know, there is no blood loss be- be- between these two teams. Um, as far as somebody who I love this week, I'm going to stay on the, uh, I think I'm going to stay on the tight ends. Uh, even though I discussed the tight end for my <laughs> for my uh, hate, my tight end that I love this week, two spots higher than the expert consensus, is Jason Witten of the, of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I feel like I like Witten a lot this week because of Kevin Ogletree. And the reason is, is that in week one, if you will remember, Kevin Ogletree came out of nowhere, went absolutely bananas whenever – Jason Witten was just like 23 days off of a last B-A-N-A-N-A-S? Bananas? Bananas, yeah. Bananas. Uh, and sounds like a song on the radio. That's what I was going for, by. Is it? Is it, <laughs> is it so that's an actual song? Yeah. That's the B-A-N-A-N-A-S? I mean, how is <laughs> it syncopated? How is it syncopated? It's about like that. I don't know. You have to talk to Gwen Stefani. All right, all right. So anyway, I feel like here's the deal. The Giants can dial up a blitz, and any time a blitz gets dialed up on Tony Romo, he has shown escapability outside the pocket. Whenever he got outside the pocket, it was obvious in Game One that Witten was not healthy. Anybody that watched that game can can you know understand that. So when it happens this week, he will be honing in on Witten the same way that he honed in on Ogletree. Now the Giants did shut down Jason Witten in 2011, but historically he's had a lot of big games at New York. So he's a guy that I like a lot this week, and I like a good bounce back from him. Okay, the guy that I love is Bo Jackson at Kansas City. <laughs> Just kidding, folks. I wish that was true. Actually, the player that we love is still in the AFC West, um, and this is not only because he's on my team, but I love Willis McGahee this week. I think double-digit points is almost a foregone conclusion, and I think there's an opportunity. One touchdown seems, you know, 
very likely, and two is a certain possibility this week. I yeah, I couldn't believe it. Whenever I was, you know, inputting my you know inputting my rankings into our consensus, that I had Willis McGahey as my number three running back. It's just the matchup is too good. So well, they, New Orleans. Let's tell. Okay, so the game's in Denver. They're coming off of a bye. New Orleans coming to town. It's a huge game for both teams. Um, New Orleans has been the number one matchup on the season for fantasy running backs. People have just annihilated them. And how many times this year in Denver have you seen Peyton Manning come up to the line, call some audible where you think he's going to be throwing the ball, and all he is is just assigning the mic, understanding that the mic is going to spill this way, and handing the ball to Willis McGahey to rip off balls in chunks. And he's been doing them. This New Orleans defense, we know better than anybody. We were training camp the whole time. They are in disarray. They are, they are running disguise packages that do not work. They are running out personnel that does not work for Spagnuolo's scheme. And this is going to be a game where Willis McGahee is going to go off. Eric Decker is going to go off. Demarius Thomas is going to go off. Hey, Brandon, st- well, I'll wait for that. Yeah, well, I have a feeling that something might have just slipped out of a trash bag you got there. <laughs> I get make so sure, excited. Hey, make sure and stick Smells around for like the garbage so grab, guys. That's going to come bag. in segment four. The garbage grab last week was absolutely epic with some trashy calls that went huge. So make sure and stick around for that. For now, I don't know. Do you have anybody this week who you absolutely – who's the one guy who you love the most? Well, and hold on, I did want to say one more thing about the Willis McGahey situation. Part of the reason that I like him a lot, too, this week is I think as good as Peyton Manning's been, as many weapons as they have, they do. They're, the one thing, if you look at it, that you don't want to do with the Saints and Drew Brees is get in a shootout with them. And so you want to keep them off the field, and I believe they're going to try to ball control it, which is the other reason I think McGahey's going to get a lot of touches today. Yeah, it all, it, it all makes complete sense to me. The fact that it's a primetime game, the that just given both matchups on the Saints side of the matchup, I actually like a lot of those guys too. I would I would say that uh, Darren Sproles I think is set for a pretty good game today too. Right, right. And owners of Jimmy Graham should be aware that he's going to be a he's going to be a game time decision and, and very iffy. And that's a late game. So uh, Alex was just wondering who else we love, and I got an interesting Twitter question this week that made me look further into this. I had there was a gentleman that asked us uh, if he should start. Julio Jones at Philadelphia, Eric Decker at home against Denver, or Miles Austin at home against the New York Giants. And I was like, I mean, initially just like, wow, what a bevy of options that is. Those are all terrific options. I hate sitting any of those guys this week. Um, And we had, at the time, Julio Jones and Eric Decker ranked higher, but the more I looked into it, Miles Austin has been absolute money in the bank this year. He's got a great matchup at home against the Giants, and when you examine it, he has this—he has a, a better—he's had a better floor than Decker and Jones all season, and I think he's got the exact same amount of upside in this game. He's, you know, more of a number one than Eric Decker is, and uh, he's—and Julio Jones has been extremely touchdown dependent. Julio Jones is—Julio Jones is dependent on touchdowns for forty percent of his scoring so far this season. Uh, we keep track of this every week on rosterwatch.com. So if you want to go there and check out the tools section, you can kind of keep up with which players on your team, uh, you know, keep up with their running total of just how, you know, reliant they are on very unpredictable touchdown scoring for their fantasy production on your rosters. Trashman, is there anybody else that you really, really love for our listeners' lineups? I like 
I like Macklin this week. Well, he said he's finally feeling. He's 100%. finally feeling a hundred percent. Isn't there some nutty statistic on how well he's done against the Falcons too? Yeah, he's had he's had some really great games. Another person uh, on in that same vein, and I'm just thinking this now is Michael Turner on the other side of the ball has had great games against the Eagles. So I like both of those guys. He seems kind of due maybe for those one of those one or two touchdown games. Yeah, two hundred over two hundred yards last season against the Eagles. Was that Michael the week, Turner was had that the wait, week seventeen monster. After everybody said he he was terrible in the second half of the fantasy yeah. season last year, and then if you go back and look, week seventeen when it didn't matter, he had an absolute. Yeah, every now and then he'll go out and show you that he's a he he was the one at one time a premier running back. As long as we're talking league. about this matchup and we're talking about love, I cannot leave out Lashawn McCoy. I mean, this is a this is an Atlanta defense that is giving up five point four yards per carry to running backs. We've seen running backs carve them up in stark contrast to what we witnessed in twenty eleven. Andy Reid is 13-0 and coming off of buys since 1999. The chances of that occurring? If it's a 50-50 proposition each it, game, if, which they're close a, to. If it's a 50-50 proposition each game, the chances of those 13 events occurring are 1 in 8,112. So it's, that's ridiculous. We have our first phone caller of the day. What's up, Trash Man? Art, are you there? Yeah, I am. Art. Yo, brother, what's up? I got a tough matchup today, man. Hold on, right. Art, one second. You know, when we take our calls, first thing we got to do is find out your team name and your record. State oh, your team name I, and record, please. My team name is Mr. Awesome, and I'm 7-0. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a fitting name. Yeah, the record right. fits the bill. All right, all right, all right. So what's your question? Okay, my running backs, Darren Sproles. Alfred Morris and Marshawn Lynch, they all have um, tough defenses they're playing against this weekend, and uh, I just think my awesomeness is coming to an end. Um, <laughs> Not, so, no way, brother. Not with a team like that. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think so with a team like that either. Uh, it's very, very hard. Uh, you're, not in a, you're not in an easy situation. Okay, so here. you said this is – and is this PPR or is this standard? Standard. And you said it's Marshawn Lynch – Darren Sproles and who else? Darren Sproles, Marshawn Lynch, and Alfred Morris. Okay. And you need two of those guys? Yep. All right. Well, Marshawn Lynch, we've certainly we've got him ranked as our number eight running back of the week, so we're definitely going to tell you to play him, Dorian. Marshawn Lynch. And then I have to say Darren Sproles. I, I would say Sproles and PPR. It's a that's is a very this, it's a very this, very close is, one. Is this PPR or is this standard? Standard. Uh, I get points for yards and touchdowns. Do you get okay. any points for kick return or punt return yards or anything like that? Or I guess it would just be kick return. Only on touchdowns. I think that gives it's, a, it's so close. I think that gives a slight edge to Sproles. Then Sproles, you won't be disappointed. Marshawn Lynch and Darren Sproles, right? Oh gosh, that sounds good. Yes. All right. You like the upside there. Good luck, man. 512-447-ESPN. That's 512-447-3776. We're going to be coming right back after this, taking all your phone calls. This is Roster Watch. Dude, I had purple overalls and used to wear the one strap down, you know what I mean? Did you wear them backwards? 
No. Uh, but well, these guys did. They were crisscrossed up. There was a kid at my school who tried to wear his wear his pants backwards one day, and our and, and our and our history teacher sent him to the principal's office and told him to go to, to go in there and do something about his trousers. <laughs> <laughs> well, crisscross likes to warm it up. We're warming up here Sunday morning. Roster Watch brought to you by rosterwatch.com. We got another caller, Micah. You're on the line. I'm right here. Brother, tell us your team name and record. I'm the overpaid convicts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm uh, five and two. All Good right. for you, man. Not Good so for you. bad. What's your question? Well, I've got a I gotta start a flex player in a standard scoring league. Okay. And my my options are Steve Smith, Larod Stevens Howling, and uh Sidney Rice and Isaac Redman, who I don't even know if he's gonna really play. Steve Smith, Carolina, I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah, Steve okay. Smith, Carolina, yeah. Let me take a look here at our flex rankings because w- this is one where, we're, where we have to kind of so go through. Well, process of elimination, I, is it fair to say we'll, re- we'll rule Isaac Redman out of this yes. equation? Yes. So that leaves us with Steve Smith and then... Uh, LaRod Stevens-Allen. Stevens-Allen. Sidney Rice. And then Sidney Rice. Sidney Rice. Is this a PPR league? No. Steve Smith. You think so? Is you don't think Larod Stevens Howling is for real, huh? No. Well, he's got a he's he's got a terrible matchup against the 49ers. It's the 49ers and he's 5 foot 7, 180 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, but aren't the uh, aren't the Panthers playing a tough defense? I forget who, maybe Chicago or something. They're playing Chicago and Steve Smith hasn't been a great option. I mean, realistically, you're probably going to get 8 7 to 10 points from him. That's just what he is these days, but he's I mean, he's their Biggest playmaker, and against the Bears, I think he, he's going to find that sweet spot between the corner and the safety, and he's going to get you a few plays. He's the kind like of guy. He, he's the kind of guy against a against a traditional cover two, against a base cover two, can can exploit the zone shell. Go with Steve Smith. Okay, I'll do it. Thanks, Micah. Good Thanks, good luck, man. We got, all of our callers have really good records. Yeah. <laughs> all these I'd ros- like to think that's because they all these to roster, roster watch, watch listeners. I mean, hey, just paying go to the attention. Website. Yeah, Larod Stevens Howling. Well, let's talk about that. What is the deal with him? His, I mean, na- his know, name is very interesting. He shows up every now and again, you know. You, I mean, you see, because Beanie Wells is hurt a lot, you know. Um, but again, so it, was last the Arizona Cardinals have the Max Hall equivalent <laughs> of running backs right now. It's like, how can the Arizona always leave themselves in such dire straits in such important positions? <laughs> what happened to Max Hall? I I I, be, I I have no idea. He's, he's making at, coffee he's right now. He's working at a Pee Wee's Playhouse somewhere. I have no idea. But it's is that it, a place that people can work? I, it's just, it's just, you know, basically what happened was everybody got real high on Larod Stevens Howling because he goes into Minnesota has a has a pretty good fantasy hey. game. Hey, and speaking, I mean, like Doug Martin, and then you look what Doug Martin did. <laughs> yeah, you know, just like it looks so like, it's like it looks was, like it's the ma- matchup that's making those. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's starting to it's change. It's a getting, lot it's for getting easier and easier and easier to run on these guys. So keep that in mind moving forward. Jeff, are you there, brother? Oh, Jeff, calling all Jeffs. Okay, we All lost right. him. I guess we might have lost that dude. Call us, 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-ESPN.
Do y'all know who Pee Wee Herman's favorite baseball teams are? <laughs> Uh, this is gonna. Be, this, is this, gonna <laughs> this isn't gonna end well. Yeah, this is not gonna end well. The, the Pee Wee Herman jokes are not. Yeah, let's just keep them off the air. <laughs> you, you can you can tell us the answer to that at the next break. Okay, I'm pretty well, curious and then, to find so, out. Trash man, good question for you. Then, uh, does that mean William Powell? What does that mean for him? Don't ever play him. <laughs> <after the season. laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Beanie's Beanie's coming back soon. Larod Stevens howling. I mean, he he he's athletic. I'll give him that. Um, yeah, William Powell, I, he, you can cut him. It, I mean, he's shown some things, but the fact is, when you're rostering either of these guys, you're gonna have to be playing this game where you don't know what's going to be happening. You don't know what they're going to do to adjust. It's Russian roulette with your fantasy team. It, it it yes, that's exactly the best way to put it. I would avoid both. Man, I was just looking at our rankings, and one guy that we just consistently hate, and we hate again this week, Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> against San Francisco. Why is he so bad all of a sudden? And it's weird because every offseason, every single coach, all they talk about, he's the best receiver. He looks like he's Jerry. He's going to be like Jerry Rice, and you know he's the best receiver. He's played league. through very bad quarterback. Yeah, play. I feel sorry for him. I mean, it, it he's seems been, like a wasted prime of his he's career. Been, he's been a steady cog in that offense and somebody that's more than a cog, an elite dynamic playmaker with garbage at his quarterback I, since Kurt Warner. At this point, I look at Larry Fitzgerald as a, as a high-end number three wide receiver. Yeah. High upside number three. I mean, as, just think about the low-end number twos. I'd rather, have a, I'd rather have Jeremy Macklin than Larry Fitzgerald. Certain, Maybe not Deshaun Jackson. He's cer- about in that territory. Yeah, it's certainly in what you were hoping for out of your, you know, second mid second round pick. It's just well, awful. if people had read a roster watch, they would have known that AJ Green was the guy. All right, so we have another caller. Hopefully, he's there this time. Daryl. Yeah. State your team name and record. Hey man, look, I'm 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 a first time caller, and uh, I'm I'm just not getting into this fantasy thing, and uh, I'm in a deep league and. So I don't have much for players, but uh, I got a question about who I should start today. I got a couple of tight ends in my lineup. All right, well, well if you're new to the show, we got to have the rules here. We need your team name, and we got to have your record. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm in uh, uh, NFL.com Fantasy Football. I'm in the league of odious tenants, and uh, my record right now is four and three. All right. Uh, we got twelve. We got twelve guys in the uh, league, and we carry a quarterback, two running backs, uh, three receivers, two slots. Uh, defense and a tight end. All right, so what was your question, sir? So, uh, uh, you know, I'm not very deep, as you can tell, with that many people and that many slots. But I got uh, Joel Dreesen uh, in one of my flex spots, and I got uh, the tight end for Oakland. Uh, Brandon Meyer. Meyer. Yeah, Brandon Myers. But I got Danny Woodhead sitting on my bench, and I'm wondering which one of those three is going to – which one of those two is going to give me the most points. Well, okay, first, okay, I, so, I love Dreesen. So let's just clarify this. We are talking about two – Flex spots in which you can have a wide receiver, a tight end, or a running back, and we're, we're and we're here to choose two out of three players between yeah. Brandon Myers, Joel Dreesen, and Danny Woodhead. Is that correct? Yeah. I'm okay. telling right. you, I'm telling you right now, Dreesen's got to be one of those. He's yeah, he has scored between he scored between six and ten points for like five games in a row. He he's emerging as one of Manning's you know go to options. Do you get yeah. a Do you get a point per reception in this league, Daryl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I, and I just picked up uh, Myers this week because he's, he seems like he's getting hot. But, you know, 
I like Woodhead, but I got Woodhead on the bench right now, and I'm just wondering because well, Woodhead it, can give you so many points so many different I ways. He can, a better but chance. the thing is with Myers, he he has a high floor. You know, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna get you at least six points in a points per reception league. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs have not been a beautiful matchup against the tight end, but they've been in an okay matchup, fairly you know middle of the road. This is a game where they're going to get a lot of things going through the air simply because it's a PPR. We're going to recommend that you keep both those tight ends in there, Dreesen and Brandon Myers. Best of luck to you, bro. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, Terrell. Patrick, you're on the line, sir. Uh, bye week, uh, six and one. Bye right. week. <laughs> so, oh, bye week. You, so, hey, man, uh, you called in last week, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. All right. Cool, I did. cool, 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 man. Another win in the uh, in the bank. Another <laughs> win in the bucket. All these listeners. All right, man. What you got this week? Bye week. All right. Let's see. I got a flex spot to fill, and I've got Kenny Britt, and I have Alex Green. I mean that for me, guys. Is this a PPR league again? Yeah. This is a PPR. There's no question here for me. It's Kenny Britt. I, I mean, Kenny Britt. yeah, Kenny Britt. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's getting the targets now. They have an amazing matchup. Uh, it's the number seven matchup in fantasy for wide receivers. Britt has big play potential, and you know you're going to get some points from some receptions. And I mean, Alex Green. I just don't. I mean, Kenny Britt. He's a stud there. Done deal. All right. Good luck. Thanks, Thank Patrick. Russell. Hey guys, how's it going? What's up, Russell? So What's your bad. team name and your record? Uh, I'm six and one, and the name of my team is called uh, My Fantasy Will Haunt You. <laughs> what a <laughs> what? <laughs> well, what, a forebod- well, what a foreboding name! <laughs> All right. Well, apparently, it's, it's 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 working. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your question? My question is, is that I'm stuck between playing. Um, I'm thinking about playing Andre Brown uh, for the Giants. However, I'm also debating on whether or not I should put in Michael Bush. I know Carolina has a you know a, a bad rush defense, and I know Michael Bush. You know when he gets to the goal line, the ball will get to him. But I feel like Andre Brown is going to get more carries because I know Mark Bradshaw is going to be questionable. I'm just wondering who should I play between the two. Okay, Ahmad Bradshaw has been questionable each of the last three weeks when he's absolutely gone bananas. There's, there's been one of those weeks whenever Andre Brown has managed to swindle one of those goal line touches. But the fact of the matter is this. We have established this. Ahmad Bradshaw is the clear lead horse in New York, and, he's, yeah. and he is also a player who is going to be questionable nearly every week as they will be resting him during first and second down install. So Andre Brown is by far the better backup than David Wilson. David Wilson is the better complementary part than Andre Brown. If I'm choosing between those guys, uh, you know, to me, I have a I have a hard time, you know, I have a hard time getting behind Andre Brown, you know, as 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 far as the start of this week, just because of the Bradshaw thing. If it turns out that Bradshaw's out, mm-hmm. I I get Brown in. Otherwise, okay. I, otherwise I leave it like it is. Okay. All righty. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Best of luck to you, man. Thanks, Russell. Thank you. 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-ESPN. We're coming right back after this, and it's going to be the garbage grab. This is Roster Watch. Can't touch this. Uh Ah-ha! 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, Austin, Texas, San Antonio. This is Roster Watch, and we got a couple got a couple callers on hold. We'll get to you in one second. We also have the garbage grab coming up right after this, but it's the fourth segment. So we're going to bring you our big four calls of last week. We're going to show you why you should be listening here. Nick, have Mr. Spielman kick this thing off. This is Rick Spielman, general manager of the Minnesota Vikings, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Cecil Shorts never, he doesn't even play. Like He plays like 14% of snaps, and he all, he's always getting a touchdown. With the bye weeks and everything going on, I, I'm having to start Cecil Shorts in one league. Wow. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Second and eight. David Thomas tied in on the Saints. Jimmy Graham is not going to Tampa Bay, so Thomas will draw the start. And the tight end gets run into Drew Brees' offense. I don't care who it is. Take a handoff, drilling it up the middle. Touchdown to David Thomas. A quarterback that I like this week, and that's Brandon Whedon. And with Josh Gordon coming on there in Cleveland, I think he can do it. He has a juicy matchup with the Colts. I think it's going to be a shootout. A 33-yard strike from quarterback Brandon Whedon. Which one of those guys would you play? I am going to suggest you go with Nate Washington this week. So there you go. The epic theme music even <laughs> even makes it more exciting. We call us, let us know what you need to do. Hear your players getting those touchdowns. We we do we have somebody else on the horn before we go to garbage grab? We got Sean. Sean, are you there? What's up, man? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Good. Team name and record. Oh, God. My, Sean Rose, I've got a, let me see. My team name is Super Babies. I've only, my record what? here. Super Babies. Super Babies? Super Babies. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm like a two of five right now. Some of it's bad management. I had a couple bad calls at the beginning of the year. I've got a pretty good team. I've got Ray Rice on bye this week. I've got uh, both indie running backs. Um, you know, Vic Ballard and Donald Brown looks like Donald Brown might be back. Now, the other thing I did was I picked up Rashad Jennings. So, do I plug in Rashad Jennings or take a chance on one of those uh, indie backs? Rashad Jennings. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Yeah, just wait until Donald Brown's back healthy and then ship Vic Ballard out of here. Yep. Okay, good. That's kind of what I was thinking. That's what you should do, bro. Okay, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot, Sean, man. So yeah, well, Rashad it, Jennings getting some run this week. It's good. I, 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 I can't believe looking back, I would have ever. I wanted to tell him to see the look if Stephen Hill was on. His oh my God! <laughs> oh, this speaking thing. of, I hear this noise. This is the same sinking. What is going on? It's the Why same, does it always the, smell like this in my radio the studio? The same sinking feeling I get when I come home and my dog took a huge <laughs> dump on my oh, bedroom it's floor. Just, and, it, and it, hey, it is just as. Just as steamy and smelly and gross. <laughs> it's like a hey, but You are wearing a yellow jumpsuit and you are wearing blue gloves. <laughs> he said he says this BO is zesty. I say it's a preposterous mixture of ranch style beans, onions, and Parmesan cheese. Yeah. Hey, whatever it is, it'll help your fantasy team this week and ensuing weeks. Oh, here it is. I love that. Oscar the Grouch. Crank, crank this up, Nick. Yes, I love trash. It's some more rotten stuff. Hey, we got some rotten picks for you. The garbage grab this week. 
first off, is a guy who had a little bit of a coming out party last week, you know, 50 yards and a touchdown against the Bears. You know, and now he's locked in as the third receiver in Detroit with Nate Burleson be out for the season. And that's Ryan Broyles, the rookie. He'll see a ton of single coverage with Megatron taking most of the attention in the passing game. He's going to be working the slot. He's going to get a lot of receptions. He's going to be worth a lot in PPR leagues. Uh, so get him in there. His area is pointing way up. Another guy I like this week. I liked him before. But he's still owned in less than 20% of leagues, and that's Brandon Stokely, wide receiver the Broncos. He's manning safety blanket. He has three touchdowns in the past four games, and he'll continue to see a good amount of action, especially against the New Orleans Saints this week. He's kind of curling up and throwing a blanket over himself. <laughs> <laughs> he, he needs to. He gets cold up there in Denver. Um, another guy I like this week, Matt Hasselbeck, quarterback of the Titans. He has two straight wins. We know this is Jake Locker's team, but the coaching staff feels comfortable keeping Hasselbeck in you know, while he gets healthy. Are they comfortable about the fact that this is Jake Locker's team? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But with the running game being alive and well there for the Titans, it opens up the passing game considerably. Uh, I like him against the Colts this week. They're going to throw the ball. Garbage! <laughs> Another guy I like this week at running back, Shane Doreen, running back for the Patriots. Oh, this is that, truly now you're starting. This is one that gets just. I look at it and I just can't <laughs> believe that we even put this on our website. Hey, the absence of Brandon Bolden ha- helps his chances, as does the fact that Coach Belichick said that his carries will increase regardless of Bolden's availability. Um, he's going to get more carries. It was all about him getting healthy, not about whether Brandon Bolden was was healthy or not. So same Breen I like another guy I like in Dallas, Philip Tanner. Running back for the Cowboys. Felix Jones, he's the hot commodity there right now. Uh, but Tanner could be the back that really matters. He got two more snaps than Jones last week. And he worked with the first team a good amount this week. So I think he's the, a guy that's going to get on there and, um, on goal line situations. And there's a good chance he's going to get a touchdown this week. So if you have the space you, and you need somebody to plug in that you know, flex position, I think Tanner's a guy you can run with. Another guy who you might be able to run with, this is... This might this might be the diciest play of all this week, but that's Jamie Harper running back for the Titans. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Three weeks, two touchdowns. He's the full-time goal line back there in Tennessee, and though he won't get a ton of carries, the ones he gets will count. Um, another guy I like in that Saints-Denver matchup, Devery Henderson. Same, same, same deal as with Brandon Stokely. He's the safety blanket. He's gonna get, some, he's gonna get some targets, and he, and they're usually um long plays. Uh, Leonard Hankerson, wide receiver, the Redskins. Garcon is still out, and he's out for the foreseeable future, as far as I can tell. Um, Hankerson stands to benefit as the number one option for the league's most exciting quarterback. I like him. Also, another Redskin, Logan Paulson. Fred Davis out for the season. Chris Cooley was added to the roster, but I don't think they're going to get him in there that soon. I think Paulson's going to have it for at least one week to himself. Something a little more pleasing for our listeners in San Antonio. Please go today to Sideliners Bar and Grill, drink some beer, watch some football, go see Jesse, tell him we sent you. He's going to take great care of you. Listeners, fantasy footballers worldwide, this is Roster Watch. Follow us on Twitter, at Roster Watch.